Okay, well, we're going to try something a little bit different here. Today, we're talking about pride. And, um, yeah, I'll be hopefully not reading right off the script here. Today, I did a little uh, thinking as far as uh, writing down my thoughts. And so it's kind of an essay, but I don't want it to sound real... I was going to say rehearsed, but this doesn't sound rehearsed, does it? I, I prefer the free-flowing, just kind of whatever comes to my mind, and, well, hopefully this will not prevent that, yet will hopefully keep a, keep the hemming and hawing to a minimum. So, pride. I think that pride plays a role in success. And pride is sometimes classified as a sin. Which, interestingly enough, um, if you search for pride on the internet, good luck finding something that doesn't have anything to do with the LGBTQIAQQIA crowd, or whatever they call themselves now, the gays. Um, this is not to disparage the gays at all, just, um, yeah, they've really hijacked that word. <laughs> Again, not putting down. Just uh, they're very closely tied together. When you when you search for it, you, you don't you don't find a lot of things that aren't associated with that. So, but uh, you know what? I suppose there is something to be said about that too. I just didn't really think about it in my essay form. Um, and what role pride has to do in their lives and their business. So, um, yeah, I'll shelf that because, like I said. I didn't think too much on it, other than just how it was interesting, how I was having a difficult time finding anything uh, unrelated to uh, the gay community. So, oh, and the funny thing was, to me, that since pride is considered a sin, and some people consider homosexuality to be a sin, it was like sin on top of sin. So, that's not as funny when I say it out loud. It was just, uh, it was an interesting note. <laughs> I was like, huh. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> so, back to uh, pride being classified as a sin sometimes. I think for it to be classified as a sin, it would depend more on uh, what makes you proud and perhaps your frequency of pridefulness. Most people have something that makes them proud, but if you are someone that is proud of everything you do with a sense of superiority and the stance that you are better than others, it causes, it causes a separation that is akin to judgment. So at its bad, pride is separation, and in its goodness, a distinction. It is this, it is this division that indicates preference. If you receive an honor for best in class, let's say, that is definitely preferable to being worst or even being so average that you go unnoticed. And uh, why wouldn't someone want to be proud of being the best at something? So, um, as I said, the division, you are separating what you prefer from what you do not care to have. So, if you're, pride, if you're proud of a moment, proud of something that you did, proud of um, whatever it is, that is you making a distinction that 
that is your decided alternative between having and not having. So that was poorly worded. On then, <laughs> being prideful becomes problematic when it crosses over into worth. And I'm talking about a job interview in which you're more qualified or skilled or perhaps even more deserving based on tenure. Tenure. Uh, ten, tenor, tenure. Sounds like I'm reading somebody else's writing. <laughs> what I mean is the value of human life. To feel above others and to look down on them as though they deserve any less to be alive or to believe that you are the center of everything and the only person that matters. These are qualities of pridefulness, pridefulness that are problematic. So there must be a difference in the ways that pride can be experienced. You should be able to examine yourself and feel good about what you've done or who you've become. And uh, I think that's kind of, you know, to go back to the gaze. I, I think uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe the proper term isn't the gaze. Huh. I'm not wise enough to know. But either way, I, I believe the, the well... Yeah, the reason they choose pride is because they are they are saying that they're proud of who they are. And their their sexuality is part of who they are and I guess they're not removing themselves from that. So um homosexuality over a period of at least decades, I don't know. In history it's been more accepted than other times, but uh, I know that it's a point of controversy, and there have been groups of people that have definitely shamed homosexuals. So, I understand the stance that they're taking, that they are proud of who they are. Um, but, in my matter of uh, heterosexuality, and uh, I guess if you want to call it privilege, I don't like to go down that road very often, but uh, I, I don't, well, yeah. Pride and shame don't have a lot to do with it except for when you find out maybe who, when somebody finds out who you slept with and you're not particularly proud of that. <laughs> uh, but the actual uh, uh, gay or straightness of it is kind of a, a moot point. And let's see, I am behind a combine. And are you wondering, am, am I... Are you reading while you're driving? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glancing over my notes, okay? Be careful. I'm, I'm being careful. I'm be, be careful. It's going to be all right. For one thing, I'm going 20 miles an hour right now, so <clears throat> bite me. Uh, let's see. Can, yes, I can. Yes, I can make it around the combine. Did I tell you I was straight? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, so, back to the thoughts on pridefulness. Uh, yeah, you should be able to examine yourself and feel good about what, you, what you've done and who you've become. What the hell? Oh, this is the front end of the combine. <laughs> okay. Um, can I pass this one too? Nah, I don't think I can. I got oncoming traffic. Son of a bitch. Interlude, please. Okay, got all the 
pass some slow traffic out of the way, hopefully. So, back to being proud of who you are and who you've become. Because I think that's where most of the most of the success aspects are going to come into play. If you are able to digest your pride and that experience alone, not that experience alone, if you're able to do that by yourself alone, that sort of pride is born out of modesty. Because you may feel proud of something, but if you're not going around throwing it everywhere where people can see it that's a modest kind of pride I suppose and sometimes I think uh, modesty and humbleness, humility and pride become uh, kind of uh, antonyms and uh, I don't think that that's necessary you know I think they can go hand in hand I think it comes down to the realization of uh or the recognition of a situation or a trait or an action or whatever it is that you're proud of and doing it in a respectful manner, I suppose. Um, So, moving on here. Likewise, if you are paid a compliment about something... Lost my place here. Something you care much about, uh, how can you help but beam and smile and accept the recognition given to you? Of course. This is much different than if you put yourself on display and outwardly promote your own greatness, saying, look at me, look what I did. Unfavorable pride is closely related to vanity. I know I'm going in a completely different direction here, but uh, I think we can all agree that too much vanity can be harmful if at least, if, if not at least, quite annoying. Uh, However, a positive side effect of being a little vain is the ability to be self-aware. Nicer clothes may not help you live longer, but going to the gym, paying attention to dental hygiene, and eating right may very well improve a person's life. Uh, The negativity associated with vanity and pride comes from the desire or obsession of having others notice you. One of the most annoying phrases that gets thrown around in movies and TV shows is, Do you have any idea who you are talking to? To which I'm confident my character would shoot that person, watch them slump over, and holster my gun while saying, No. No, I suppose I do not. Being cocky and arrogant are not desirable qualities most of us look for in companions. I'll save that for an episode dealing with confidence. Uh, but realizing your own potential and believing in yourself are two key ingredients of success. The form of pride that connects with superiority is detrimental to growth. If you are the best, if you are the best, you're the best and know that you're and know and you know you know better than anyone else why would you ever consult with anyone else or accept any kind of assistance it's a limiting characteristic that will not help you open up to new ideas or to try new methods we should not be allowed no haha <laughs> we should be allowed sorry 
it's getting dark out. It's getting harder to read. Um, I'm almost done reading though, so then I can get into the just the free-flowing part of it. Uh, we should be allowed to enjoy our own successes, successes, successes. The ability to accept recognition of deeds and accomplishments without falling into the pride trap hinges on grace. If you can look upon your works with pride and then use that to inspire yourself or to encourage others, I find that to be a win. Like I said, respectfulness or grace. If you, if you can take a compliment without inflating your freaking head or letting your ego run wild, that's the way to do it. Pride and shame are a way to gauge the correctness of one's actions. In a decision-making decision process, I've even got my glasses on if you can believe that, if you are able to determine how you would feel if your action was made public, made front page headlines tomorrow, you may be able to come, you may be able to see how correct or incorrect your decision may be. Kind of one of those things like, how would your mom feel about this if she knew about it? You know, would your, would your mom be proud of this? I know that's another way to gauge it too, but I suppose some of y'all don't have moms or don't care what your mama thinks. So <laughs> if it became front page headlines, you know, that you stole $40 from the children's cancer fund or whatever, like it doesn't have to be a huge, you know, breaking news thing, but just if everybody knew about it, like would you still do it? <laughs> Kind of a good way to gauge your actions if you can think, if you can think ahead a little bit, which is kind of an obvious statement, but comes into the pride thing too, pride and shame. Uh, looking up uh, pride quotes, I found that pride is concerned with who is right, and humility is concerned with what is right. Also, I found one that said pride will always be the longest distance between two people. taking down these notes about being proud uh, I had forgotten about that side of pride uh, being unable to admit your fault or apologize because you are too proud is very damaging to friendships and relationships and pride can become a hurdle and it can get in the way of resolution resolving problems between co-workers or friends or family I, I'd forgotten about that aspect of pride where it's just you getting over yourself. To worry about how others will perceive you can be a great obstacle in the path of your success. It is good to have standards, but they should come down to, or they should come from a personal grading system based on values and qualities rather than what you think someone else might think of you. So again, it's, uh, you know, what would, what would someone think if they saw me driving this rusty car? You know, I'm, I'm ashamed of it, you know, like, but, but if that's all you can afford today, like, you're going to be too proud to wear, you know, a second, secondhand suit or if all you can afford is a can of soup. And are you going to worry about what other people think? I think I'm actually pretty good about that uh, in a lot of a lot of ways. 
I try to set my own standards. There are some things that uh, I I look down on some some brands of beer or uh, I guess I can't even come up with something else. <laughs> beer was the first thing that came to mind. Um, just uh, different brand name things that I prefer rather than lower let's say quali lower quality product and some of them some people would say you know it's just as good or you know it's the same thing it's just got a different name on it and I don't find myself gravitating to those products because of how I perceive other people thinking me thinking of me um, I, I think I learned that early on uh, I, I know that as a child I fell prey to marketing for sure <sighs> damn it and uh, of course in high school or middle school uh, you worry about what other people think about you and what you're wearing to school and you know make sure that what you're wearing is cool or it's the right brand or the right band and uh, I don't give a shit anymore <laughs> like uh, to a certain extent. I mean, I, I want to uphold my own standards. I, wa I want to wear things that I feel make myself look good or I am comfortable wearing or we'll say proud of wearing. I'm not going to say it's you know high level of proud, high opinion, but uh, there are some things that I find to be higher quality. Things that I would prefer to wear, prefer to do, prefer to be involved with. But there are definitely some people, uh, maybe, well, not even rich people. Not necessarily rich people. There's definitely people that are ashamed of what other people think. So, you gotta let that go. And uh, if, you, if you worry about what other people think of you too much, uh, you just get in your own way. So, uh, going on to the last part of my uh, reading bit here, and then I can get back to driving safely. Uh, as far as sin is concerned, <clears throat> wow, it is getting dark out. Passages cite the fall of Luc Lucifer, as well as the apple in the Garden of Eden, as examples of pride. And I suppose that has something to do with putting yourself before God, or in broader cases or different cases uh, putting yourself in front of other people and looking inwardly and finding satisfaction or just being too pleased with yourself and forgetting to look outwardly at the world around you and those that are in your um, immediate vicinity even or I guess it doesn't have to be immediate uh, but when you when you look inside yourself and that's where you find all your joy and you don't look at your family and friends or work or church or whatever whatever you spend your time doing um, you can't get too wrapped up in yourself like I said you got to be able to get over yourself so I know one thing that I did not get a chance to write down which is probably good since I said it's getting a little dark out now um, I think it's really important to be able to be proud of other people. And I don't know that there's a lot of danger in that. <clears throat> if you can look at what other people are doing and be happy for them, if you can recognize their accomplishments, 
And whether or not you tell them, and I believe that you should tell people good things about them, you know, I mean, you should let them know that, hey, you're doing a good job. You should reinforce their efforts and their accomplishments and let them know. Um, that That's it's a thing that a lot of people don't do. So hopefully that's something I can learn to do. Uh, but even if you don't tell them, if you can be proud of something that somebody else did, you know, social media, I know we all, we all see on Facebook all the good stuff that's going on in people's lives a lot of times. I mean, there's some people that either bitch and whine or legitimately have terrible things going on. Um, but we, we get to see a lot of good things on Facebook. And I think maybe some of us get annoyed by that, which we really shouldn't. We should look at all of our friends and family and their their accomplishments and, you know, things that they're proud of. You know, I guess that's a good, that's a good um, measure for, uh, or scale, I don't know how you want to say it, of a, what matters to a person is what they put on Facebook, uh, what they're thinking. And some people are better at expressing themselves or hiding their emotions depending on you know if it's appropriate to share or not <laughs> but um, yeah I think Facebook is probably a good place to find what people are proud of and I think it's okay to feel good about other people's um, good dealings and deeds and uh, I mean in one way yeah it's annoying when somebody goes on there and humble brags but uh it's also okay, you know. I mean, I guess that's that's what it's there for. And maybe we've spread ourselves a little bit too thin on Facebook where we've got people that we're friends with that don't really care, you know. And I guess the term virtue signaling is probably very close to humble bragging. Uh, if you're just putting stuff on there to make yourself look good, I think that's different than if you're doing it. Um, I don't know. I think that's a pretty fine line. Because you can you can put it on there in a genuine sort of way, where you're just like, hey, look at this. We went and uh, you know built this house for Habitat for Humanity or whatever. And it's just in one way, it's just letting people know what's going on in your life and just showing something cool, something that you did. But it gets back to that negative aspect, that adverse um, adverse side of well. I'm saying that word incorrectly. <laughs> the negative side of pride. The adverse reaction of pride. Is that if you're only doing it so other people can look and be like, damn, look at that guy. Look how cool he is. Look at what he's doing. He's such a great guy. Like, wow, I wish I was, you know, I wish I was doing what he was doing. Like, if that's your purpose for broadcasting your life, that's... That's a shithole. That's a bad deal. So, so I think that uh, pride, like many of the things we're going to examine here, is a double-edged sword. And it largely depends on how you use it and uh, to what extent you allow it to control your life. So you don't want to become obsessed, become obsessed with it. You don't want to let it go to your head uh, dang it okay be nice if tractors had turn signals 
Just gonna put that out there. So, <laughs> back to what I was thinking. Um, yeah. So, when when you look at what makes you proud, therein you will find your passions in life and your values. So, it, it's gonna it's gonna reveal more to you if you can if you can just self-examine what you're proud of when you when you come across it. I think you'll be able to tell a little more about yourself. It'll it'll reveal your values. To say it again. <laughs> and um, if you are proud of your children, which hopefully that's the case. I know that uh, I know that children are a source of pride. I know disappointment too. <laughs> that's just that's just how it goes. But. Um, by using those proud moments, whether it's potty training or freaking, you know, hitting a home run or just doing the right thing. I mean, I guess that can't be understated. Uh, by displaying your pride and telling your child that you are proud of them, that will reinforce good behavior and promote future similar acts and probably grow grow a bond between father and son or mother and daughter or you know however that that uh, relationship is so i think pride is good i think you just have to use it in a humble manner that's all i've got for that i know it was probably a half an hour of bullshit so i'll let you go We'll see you same time, same place, next Hanukkah. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, hopefully I'll get another one out here. I'm working on one on goals. I know I just did a smart goals one, but I would like to explore the importance of goals and why it's necessary for people to have them. Whether they're short-term goals, long-term goals, hopefully they're smart goals, but... Uh, why we need them and um, the benefits of having them as well. So, uh, thanks for listening.